0: Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time.
1: In this week's episode of The Kindness Project, we talk about YouTube, Ninja, and we have part two of our interview with Nikki Schuster from Renew Counseling Limited.
0: Welcome to The Kindness Project. I am one of your uh, humble hosts, Chris Dames. I am joined by Charlotte and Russ. And this is take three of this current episode of The Kindness Project. Number, take one, we got about 10 minutes in and then somebody started streaming in the back garden, which which was a bit of a distraction. Take two, two minutes in, the washing machine went off.
1: Not even two minutes. It was like 30 seconds. I know. And, and I know. we couldn't hear I, it. I, you just got up because you got frustrated
0: with it. I, and I am literally just waiting for the next noise. I'm I'm literally on Tendo about what that next noise might be. Because um, let's revisit a conversation we started in take one,
2: and we'll re... Um, let's revisit re- a guest quickly first. Oh, go on then. Eh? Uh, it's Wanderlust. The Martha Lawton. Want, yeah, Martha Lawton has a studio, and I think we should get one. <laughs> we need one. We need a
0: st- We need to do this we in don't. a proper studio, do not we? we don't. O- o-
1: Ollie had a studio when I went and visited, visited him. All right. Everybody's nice got week. a studio but us. Uh,
2: everybody's been to their studios. Gonna <laughs> <leave>. <laughs> well, I've been to Ollie's studio. I've recorded
0: in Ollie's studio yeah. and Martha's studio. Um, my studio is, I mean, I've, we've got the office, <laughs> haven't we? We could potentially use the office.
2: I've that. been that a bit noisier than where you are now, though.
0: Yeah, Especially I don't know, but yeah. Well, we don't stream in the office, right? As we normally stream, streamer in the garden.
2: Are you using it? Are you using your streamer in your office? And if so, why? No. But the streamer makes a noise in the garden. You're more likely to hear it in the office than you are in the. Oh no! Oh, you're I... talking
0: about the home office, aren't you? I was talking yeah. about the office, office. Oh I'm no! Office we'll all all in the office, office. No, no, the office office is fine, but the home office is of than issue. I've got too so many offices, clearly. And, and thanks, Russ, because volunteering to pay for this studio was <laughs> really generous of you. There's no point, Russ. We've
1: only got a little bit left. Now, <laughs> we, I mean, we
0: want to carry on podcasting in some description, Russ, won't we? So, no. I mean, <laughs> the fact that you are going to build me an office, a, a podcast studio,
2: is amazing, is it? It is. I'd be surprised <laughs> if it ever happened. That's how oh, amazing it well, Actually,
1: speaking of, uh, I've taken a leaf, out, a leaf out of Russell's book and gone on a couple of YouTube rabbit holes recently. Go on. Oh, we have a YouTube rabbit hole. I was watching a video about um, home recording studios. Yeah, i am saying them. Yeah. Yeah, i am
2: saying them. <laughs>
1: And you, like, Amazing. soundproof the walls with
2: the padding. The, you don't fit in your you cupboard. Some, I mean, then, I, know, I know somebody who uses egg boxes, and I don't know why correct. egg boxes yep. are so to effective. To, to why are disperse, they so effective? To it's disperse okay. the noise. Because they've got holes in them, the noise sits in the holes.
1: Yeah. Right, okay. So and the shape of them as well just should, yeah. yeah. Like, whenever you see soundproofing, it's always in little triangles
2: like the Talking of audio... I, I've had an amazing point on Amazon. Go on. So, I'm a fan of Apple products. Is it a Ninja product? No, no. Oh, Although no, I've brought two new Ninja products. <laughs> Your so, what have you so, brought now? Hold on, I'll tell you about them in a minute. <laughs> Kenny was flicking through Amazon for some Ninja books, for me Ninja products, <laughs> and come across Echo Buds. Right. Now I'm a I'm a fan of Apple products, and I don't deny it. They're very expensive, but I like them. Nearly three hundred pounds I paid for my AirPods. I got these Echo Buds for fifty quid, and they're much better sound quality than the AirPods.
0: Are they earphones?
2: Yeah, yeah. They're they're in in earbuds.
0: Earbuds. See, because of my um, because of my. Ear issues. shoes. I don't use earbuds. I use the AfterShot.
2: No, you. I could not get on with them. I've tried but, them, but they yeah, are. amazing. Really
0: no, they're amazing. They're great for running. I was out my bike earlier on today, just wearing wherever wherever I'm, 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 i want. I haven't got worry about but You know what was always um, frustrating about earbuds, because particularly if I'm because I wear them while well, I'm if, exercising.
2: If you're riding a bike on there, the vibrations shall will fall out.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's popping yeah. out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like that element of and if you're on a bike, you don't want to sort of be zooming along, lose yeah. an earbud, and then like find that you it's miles away and you can't find
1: it.
2: You look where there it is, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're over a ballard. That's
1: one of my favourite pair <laughs> of the I've bottom ever had. of a ballard. Right, I fell off my bike. I hit a bollard and fell off my bike
0: once, Raz, and so you won't let me <laughs> you've never let it lie, will ya? My
1: my favourite pair of headphones I had was bright blue.
2: Right. Um blue.
1: sports headphones. Right. Um and they had the little wire that attached them, they were Bluetooth. Oh fabulous. I, yeah. I love these things. I and think most 15 like, quid. Um and I, all I think six, most headphones like are Bluetooth
0: now, aren't they? They're just yeah. like plug in headphones.
2: Uh, yeah, you don't, don't really... Oh, no, yeah, sorry. I... Modern phones, I don't know what sort of phone you've got, but modern phones, like my Apple phone, don't even have a port to plug into. I can
0: plug in mine in my back, but my one's a Ninja phone. You got one of them, Russ? No. You got ninja uh, let,
2: me, uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you about my new ninja products while we're here. Go on. Then. I got the ninja kettle. Oh, it boils. What? Is it, what what is it right? on, it boils. Oh, it boils to the temperature you say So it does. It does coffee, tea, specialty tea, herbal tea.
0: Hold on. Hold on. Can I just share something with you, Russ? My kettle does coffee. My kettle does tea. It does speciality tea. There's herbal tea.
2: What Where? else can you an ninja One do? Right, it's optimised yeah. to boil at that temperature. No. It's no, marketed it's... to you so that you'd buy it and pay more no, for no, 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 it no, no, than no, a normal no, kettle no. would do. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's optimised to drink
0: that
1: temperature. No. Do you drink, do you drink specially, special tea? <laughs> Specialty tea? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> What
0: drink do you have that you need it optimised?
2: Coffee. Oh, no, no, no. no. Because I put a dash of cold in my coffee, so I think lukewarm. not. I can sit Oh, lukewarm.
0: Now, I've got this amazing thing called a cold water tap that allows me to do that. I don't know if Uh, you've got one in your house. I've got this
1: amazing thing called just wait five minutes. Exactly. Yeah, just wait for it to cool down. Exactly.
0: To wait for it. Oh, God. Right. Okay. okay. So a, a point. Right. Okay. Cost of living. How much was your kettle? And I'll compare it to how much mine was. <laughs> cost of living. Go
2: on, cost a living. How much did you spend on a kettle where you can choose the temperature? I got a knockdown price. It was 79. I'll tell you what, the only person who's been
0: knocked down, mate, spending 79 quid on a kettle is you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then yeah. then I got a hand mixer. Oh god! <laughs> Also, Ninja. Is that to mix your tea? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. no. Is that it to is. take the tea
0: bag out? Glenda, Radio carbon dating is a method for determining the age of an object containing all... <laughs> Sorry, why am I hearing about carbon dating?
1: <laughs> it's interesting, but it's maybe not relevant. <laughs> who, why, who? Who's talking about
2: carbon dating? Tea reading, really so I did it one in a podcast. All right, okay. So Russ,
1: when, don't say it, the name. Are you going to... Is yeah.
2: um, your donuts. That's not yeah. what happened. I'm, Seri, I'm, what's the average price for a kettle? It doesn't work like that. I haven't got it set like that. But All right. Hey, well, I got I've, got my, I've got the Apple Touch bar on my computer. Let
0: yeah, me ask hey, Google because I've got that on my phone, right? Okay. Hey, Google,
2: what's the
0: average price for a kettle in the UK?
2: $79.99.
0: Kettle's, Kettles in the UK, twenty nine ninety nine. <laughs> All right. Morphe Richards, other kettles are available. Nineteen ninety-nine. Thirty-five quid. On the on the first page, there's not a kettle over thirty-five quid.
1: Okay, that's I Googled it. Go on. Um twenty-five uh
2: 58 cordless Ooh. kettle. Is your one called Raz? No, no, uh, cold got cold. Sorry,
1: it's cold. Yeah, it's got cold old, old
2: school. Sorry. All the oh, way no, down to gone. the other
1: end. Uh, eight ninety eight. Now, Potential. now,
0: I'm, now, I'm sorry. I wouldn't spend 79 quid on a kettle. I would worry about spending just eight pounds on a kettle.
1: No, that sounds right. I must rate that. What I <laughs> we've got the two extremes here. We've
0: got kettle, Rupert Murdoch, who's, like, got <laughs> plenty of money
2: for Kettles, and then Kettle <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge. <I> mean, literally, <laughs> we've got one kettle stream for the other. Russell's careful with his money, so he can't afford nice ninja uh,
0: Well, is that... I mean, the, the reality is, if it make, I, I'm not convinced that by spending that money on Kettles would make me happy, so I don't.
2: It doesn't make me, like, o- me overly happy. It just, I just, like... Consistency of temperature of your got instant ninja, coffee. Got ninja copping machines. What? You're ninja, ninja Sorry, cupping. sorry. You've got a kettle that can boil the water to
0: a, whatever consistency you want. Yeah. Right, so Charlotte is now putting notes <laughs> in the podcast notes.
1: That's the about, about
0: cheap co- kettles.
1: Oh, Isn't is that the expensive one? That's the spec one. £39 for a kettle. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. It
1: hurt you're, my heart
0: just to see no, it. <laughs> you're only paying for the brand. So we've got the student version and then oh, we've got the no, Rockefeller no, version. No, I, you
1: know? I, don't,
0: I didn't I didn't pay for my kettle. It was here when I arrived. I didn't. But you'd pay seven ninety-nine for a kettle. Yeah. And not worry, it'd blow up, blow up after you used it
1: twice.
0: Nope. Oh, uh, cool.
2: It
1: you just be have fun. to You just have to descale it two
2: times a year and then you'd be fine. don't want one automatically descale for 80 quid, you haven't got to worry about that, have you? No, but there's special pods you can get for it. Uh... Of course they are. Ninja don't miss a trick, do they? What, they made of gold and cost £47 pounds each? I don't know why you bad mouthing Ninja. The amount, I'm not no,
0: I'm not, I'm not, the I'm amount not. we talk about money, we could have advertising. I tell him. you what, I'd like to. The amount we talk about money, but <laughs> the the
2: reality is, they are a premium brand, aren't they? Are they a premium brand? Yeah. Yeah. But I like
0: premium, so. You yeah, know, particularly when it's good. And look,
2: you're allowed.
0: right. So you don't travel that much, your dear. So you're allowed. You're allowed to spend I, your money on what you enjoy. I do enjoy them. Uh, good stuff. Uh, should we move on <laughs> to the next part of the show?
1: Agnes news
0: Go on in Charlotte.
1: Oh, me? Yeah. Righto, 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 Let me get the, make sure I've got the right one. Here we go. Kentucky tattoo artist go viral for generosity. Oh. Oh. There's not actually a story connected to this. <laughs> it's just a video. <laughs> it's right, just it's
0: a video. video. Right. Well, well produced, Russ. Amazing. Too busy with that camera to produce properly. Well, fire- right, are you just gonna play the video? Oh, right, okay, I'll do I'll do the second uh, story. No. Um man, man Red Mother Camel thanks <laughs> him for kindness. The viral video of a... You need to give me another video. Just give me another video. The viral video of a man registering a trapped baby camel and reuniting in it with his mother is a heartwarming reminder of the kindness and compassion that still exists in this world. Camels are known for their endurance and resilience in the face of tough desert conditions. These majestic creatures can survive harsh environments, making them a symbol of strength and perseverance. Yet yeah, as powerful as they are, they still need help sometimes. Just like the baby camel in a viral video that has touched millions of, of hearts worldwide. The baby shows a ba- The video shows a baby camel trapped in a um, chasm, would you say? Yeah. chasm in the middle of a desert. How's it, how's it like spelled? A- C-H-A-S-M. struggling to free itself. The mother camel watches helplessly as her baby tries its best to escape trap. That's when a kind-hearted man comes to the rescue. With no hesitation, (laughs) he approaches the baby camel and tries to lift it up. And after some difficulties, he succeeds. The baby camel happily runs back to its mother and they share a beautiful moment of reunion. That was like me when I come and met you in Glasgow, you running up to me in George Square, wasn't it? It was
1: like... (laughs) That that was like me when I randomly appeared at your bedroom door and you didn't know I was coming.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I mean, literally, when when I came up to see you in Glasgow, you did try to sneak up on me in the middle (laughs) of a deserted square, didn't you? (laughs)
2: funny <laughs> uh,
1: pigeons gave me away nothing you were, yeah, the pigeons. Pigeons.
0: yeah the pigeons. The pigeon the pigeon gave you away but when i was when i was recovering from my operation a couple of weeks ago you did surprise me by just standing up at the door <laughs> but i couldn't react like i wanted to because i was halfway through a game of Fortnite, <laughs> which was quite important <laughs> the video which was shared on the twitter account nature is amazing that Twitter account, sounds amazing. There's a mass 1.8 million views and 106,000 likes. The caption reads, helping this trapped baby camel get back safely to his mum, a true hero. We need more people like him in the world. The comments on the video are heartwarming, with many calling the man a hero for his self-lit acts of kindness. You know what we need on Twitter? More good news stories, because it is... It does seem to be coming a bit of a negativity uh, cesspit at the minute. Twitter. Oh yeah. I'm spending less time on Twitter because it feels a bit. I mean, it,
2: you know, I don't know. But I can't get on with Twitter.
0: Yeah, it, I I feel that Twitter is certainly, from my uh, impression. Um, starting to become a bit more polarised. And yeah. I know that generates clicks, and I know why they, they do it commercially. I just don't think it's good for either the world or any of our collective mental health when we assume that one side has got all the right answers I think we shouldn't, we shouldn't invo- get involved in intelligent, nuanced, collaborative conversations. I think
2: the problem with other. Twitter, um, is- there is no conversation on there. It's just opinions.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Oh, um yeah. the comments on the video are heartwarming. However, there are um slithers of light in the in the um In in there. The comments on the video are heartwarming, with many calling the man a hero for his selfless acts of kindness. This is what the world needs more of. One person wrote, and another commented, It's made my day. Thank you for sharing this heartwarming video. What makes this video so touching is the man's willing needs to help a small animal in need without any expectation of reward or recognition. His act of kindness serves as a reminder that small gestures can make a big big impact in the world. It's heartening to see that there are still people like him who are willing to go out of their way to help others, including animals. I love that story. I really, really, really love that story. Um, yeah. And now we've got part two of our interview with Nikki Schuster uh, from Renew um, Renew Counselling. I had, I loved my conversation with Nikki. It was very insightful. Certainly learned a lot from Nikki about the work she does, but also it made me think quite a lot about mental health. The questions we ask ourselves at times of our life that are really important and the importance of asking help. so enjoy part 10. so just asking really good questions making people feel comfortable and understand that emotionally they're um they're comfortable and I'm still learning you know there's there's times when I've, I've completely
3: get it wrong but, I, but when I, you talk about it there's such a feeling in in me or what i can feel from you is it's a contentedness or a happiness or something yeah. there's some kind of feeling it's giving you isn't it and that oh, then radiates out to the people that,
0: that's the do. thing like this this experience of speaking to amazing people is mm. it's, it's an honor you know it's just like one of the i i, I think i said it uh, at the launch, I get to phone people up and go, like, "You're interesting. Can we have a chat without sounding weird?" Um, <laughs> um, and it's it's really really good fun. Um, now, um, one thing that, I, and again, I don't want to get too technical. And part of the part of the reason that I wanted to ask this question is to do a bit of a myth bust in terms of uh, just making sure that people understand this. Did research for the interview, read on the website that um, the service you provide is multi multimodal.
3: Yeah, that sounds confusing, website. doesn't what it? Does that, what does that mean? Right. What well, do you know you do you know there are over 460 different types of therapeutic models? Did yes, you yeah. know that? Yeah, you know, we all know about CBT because that's the one the NHS use a lot. There's psychodynamic, there's person centred, transactional analysis. I could go on. And as as people, I suppose, deliver in that way, they grow and develop and new models emerge my feeling is that the reason for that is because we are all individuals we are all different and like I said to you my particular itch is to be challenged somebody else's itch may be something different but we all have different ways we want to relate as well you know we have all you know we want to sort out a problem in a way that means something to us and makes sense to us Yeah. So for us as a service, we know that there are certain things that are the same across every model, but we want to be able to support the individual to okay. try and help match them with the right person for them.
0: So All it means is just having the tools in your kit bag to, to help more people, right?
3: Yeah, and, and to recognise that some counsellors will have very particular tools for for very particular issues or for somebody who engages and relates in a particular way you might have somebody who comes and says to you um you know I've always felt a particular way and I really want to look back over my life and see where did that begin well that's a type of counseling you might send them to or you'll have someone else say I never seem to be able to get to that next step yeah, and then yeah there's another type of counselling and what we always ask individuals as well you know when you think about speak what works for you what kind of person yeah. do you like to speak with you know do you want to see a male counsellor female counsellor yeah that kind of thing
0: so so how tailored is the service you provide then if somebody came to you and said i'd, I'd, I'd like counselling how do you how do you make sure there's a match?
3: Okay, well, shall I will walk you through the process? So someone calls in, asks for an appointment, and they're offered an initial interview. And that interview is with somebody who is trained to do it. Okay. And at that point, it's a lot more question and answery than maybe normal counselling would be because the counsellor and the client are working out what's going to work for them yeah yeah and there's kind of three questions i suppose at the core of it all which is what's brought you what do you want to get out of it and is there anything else we need to know fundamentally that's what we need to know but through that process the client can ask any questions they may have about trying to understand counseling confidentiality you know um will i see the same person all those kinds of questions and the counselor is speaking to them and holding in mind what might work for this individual yeah or might actually be sitting there and thinking to themselves actually i don't know if we're the right agency i don't know if that's the right place and then if we're not necessarily the right place where do we signpost to yeah yeah. What support can we offer to direct this individual? Just to somewhere get... that Exactly, because yeah. we may be multimodal and actually the people I work with are so highly professional yeah. and passionate about what they do, but we're not going to know everything. We're not going to have, sure. you know, there is obviously going to be somebody who may come in with a particular difficulty where there might be a specialist service that's much better placed to yeah. support them so that's how we do
0: it yeah, yeah? that 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 makes perfect sense so um and, and i suppose and we've touched on it already particularly if you're helping people across the mm. sort of generations um have, have you seen the sort of reason people approach for counseling change over the years and is there a is there a generational difference in terms of the in terms of been... the reason they they come and have a conversation,
3: well, they allude. We've alluded to that before. I would say um, maybe there's less change with the beginnings, so your four and five and six year olds, and your ends. So maybe your your fifty pluses, <laughs> they're pretty
1: much.
0: We're not counting that as the end, are we?
3: (laughs) No, but where's what I think I'm saying about that is I grew up in a generation where having a mental health difficulty or feeling, I don't like to even frame it like that because it sounds like a diagnosis, but struggling to cope was deemed as a weakness rather than, excuse me, I just don't have any more strength, you know? yeah, yeah so i think there's still bits of that around but but what i do believe is that um young people are coming and the reasons why they're coming have changed significantly over the years um people we're all human and i think we're all struggling with relationship breakdown bereavement loss of jobs you know those things are historic they're just much more frequent now. Yes, yeah. Uh, sad to say and but then in young people you know the impact of social media as we've referred to before um expectations on them um you know education the education system is quite a pressure on young people now yeah,
1: yeah.
3: there was much more fluidity in it and flexibility when we were younger yeah, now yeah. there is expectations they're incredibly high and there's huge pressure and there's less room for those who don't necessarily confirm form to the box being provided.
0: It's interesting though, isn't it? I mean it's like sort of so I've got as you know, I've got two girls. Mm.
3: Charlotte's
0: particularly academic. Um uh I think Sophie's gonna follow it a slightly different, but too early to say Sophie will probably um a slightly different path but it, and again it goes back to that definition of success doesn't it exactly. You know i say to my girls what well, i want you to be is happy you know yeah. i want i want you to be content i want you to enjoy your life and um and, and i suppose there's a there's a generational you know and we'd speak to people who have still got this perception that success is a red brick university and then become an doctor, whereas actually it's a lot wider than that isn't it
3: well that was my question for you do you think maybe that that that's what's happened is that it's become so distilled down the notion of success you know being being a very skilled carpenter or a a phenomenal plasterer or plumber wow i mean yeah. come on
2: yeah
3: exactly God's sake, i've had so many duds come through the door to do the work here finding that skill <laughs> for yeah. me you know yeah. i have practical experience of trying to find brilliant tradesmen and and but but that's not seen as a success i
0: How I, is also, that? I, I mean it clearly it is um, <laughs> um but um, but also the interesting thing is, I think the world is changing, um, okay. uh, and certainly, and again, I am biased when it comes to this sort of stuff, just because of the way that I I look at life, Nikki. Um, okay, but um, I think part of my part, part like if, if I look at what's going on in the world today, and particularly like, so sort of what's going on with artificial intelligence trends yeah. and replacement of jobs and all of that yeah. over the, the next 20 years. I think the interesting thing is, is and, and in my field as well, you know, as a financial advisor, technical knowledge, everybody can Google. Um, what, what people, what I think we need to develop or help kids develop is um, empathy and curiosity because I think what's going to come back is the more human jobs, you know, the jobs that that machine can't do, but actually are really important to to, to have those skills. I
3: Um, I do agree with you. I think that maybe what's happened, I suppose, what happens is everything pulls our focus, doesn't it? So everybody comes very, very interested in the current trend or whatever. And then things are lost and then we yeah. notice they're gone and then they come back. Yeah, 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 But, you know, it's like customer service at the moment. I won't go on around. To that, <laughs> trying to get any kind of personal administration done is so tedious and difficult. And that's because, well, to my mind, I think I may be wrong, you know, there's all of this automated services and and where they're very expedient and and they they're really helpful for the business for the end user or the customer it's a nightmare yeah
1: Yeah.
0: that's that's the the challenge i think what we're going to do is is see a prevalence in automation on one side but then the really important human jobs but
3: bringing it Um, back to work i think i want to say that a lot of young people and people in their early 20s they, they come and they may feel like they're out of their depth with all of this, but they're not seeing that there is so much and so many different things out there that, that may grab their interest and that they may hugely be passionate about and really excel at. Yeah.
1: And,
3: and that's, that's what our jobs are, isn't It's is to remind them that, okay, maybe i don't know being a, a a games developer isn't in your skill set but maybe there's something else out there that actually you yeah. could really like you yeah. say measure success with
0: yeah yeah I, I i i think the other thing is as well is that i think we're all guilty for of it in terms of where, where we are is that um and i write about this in the book that comparison um, situation 100%,
3: um, and I
0: think what 100%. we need to do is just turn around and go yes I may look content and thank you for saying that because I am but I may look, but that doesn't mean to say that I've struck I've not struggled I've not gone through challenges no. I don't continue to go through life isn't perfect and I think the part of the challenge we've got is teaching kids that it isn't you know you just
3: you know. you're saying that and i think to myself what do we do we work on the anchor we work on our anchor and if we can get that right and secure
0: yeah
3: then regardless of what the weather is it's the
0: foundations isn't it? The,
3: the anchor is there and you know and i suppose that's what happened to me through my journey in learning about therapy and everything and attending therapy sessions was it doesn't matter how bad it gets i'm okay yeah, yeah. And that yeah. sounds so simple, but it's actually really tough to it's get.
0: something you can go back to, right?
3: And it's yeah. exactly, it's having that anchor and knowing I'm securely attached, you know, I can manage this buffeting really, really well. And often when people come and see us, they don't feel as though they have that anchor. Yeah.
0: Uh, my, my one's different, but very similar. So my one is the phrase... This too shall pass. I oh, love 100%. that phrase because um, whatever happens, your euphoria—you know—it'll all—it'll all work out in the end, generally speaking. If you do the—if you do the right stuff. Yeah, but so, Chris,
3: try saying that to somebody when they're feeling really. really Well,
0: that's—I mean, yeah, I mean, like you
3: again, say, comparison.
0: Yeah, but, but I think I think going back to our conversation next week, telling somebody that versus curiosity and empathy and understanding what i think i think i'd always go for the latter as opposed to the former but um.
3: absolutely and i think i said to you uh, uh, when we met at your book launch um for me there's sometimes when you're holding hope for someone else um so you know they don't feel like they've got their anchor and their little boat is buffeting around in the storm you're sitting alongside them or you're interviewing them in your case and you know. In your depth, you can see their potential. You can see that they're going to be able to navigate this storm, but you can't say to them in the moment, "That's not that bad." Or, no, yeah, no, 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 awesome.
0: no you're right.
3: You're
0: exactly. Right. How, how, you know, it's really interesting. I really like that visualization of the anchor in the storm.
3: Yeah.
0: How helpful in your work is like those visual representations
3: i've got to be a pain in the neck now and say for some that wouldn't work at all
2: yeah
0: yeah for
3: me it works and i share it with those clients and my and i i, I in speaking with our counselors i know that a lot of them will say certain clients absolutely those metaphors are incredibly important and they yeah, visual, clients,
1: thinkers, right.
3: yeah, visual thinkers yeah and it'll be something really important for them
0: but you know, uh, for our for our uh, more experiential and auditory learners, because this is a podcast, um, tell me a story that best describes the amazing work you do.
3: Well, I can't go into too much detail because, as you know, an individual coming in for counselling is uh, entitled to
2: confidentiality.
0: Sort of
3: confidentiality. And then I I was I'm thinking, should I give you a generic story? But then I thought, you know, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to tell you about how it is to be me in Renew. So I come into the centre every day and I I came into the centre at Bridge every day and I pass by our waiting room and I pass by clients all day in in what I do. And the things I notice is how people begin to come into counselling their body language they may be quite closed quite cut off and often that is the case they're not really looking up and looking into your eyes and over the course of some weeks sometimes months sometimes or even a couple of years for some you will notice a change from somebody being really closed you will notice them becoming much more open yeah So I think that a story that best describes is thinking about an individual. I used to say when I I, I remember seeing this individual, I really want to see him smile. I want to see a smile because as I would walk through and he'd be sitting in that chair, you could feel the sadness on him like just a big, heavy coat. And then about six months in, I remember coming in and he looked up and smiled at me just in acknowledgement. And in that moment I knew that something transformative had happened within a six month period for yeah. this individual in yeah. his life. Yeah. And the tra- the transformation was just phenomenal. Is that yeah, does love, that answer that question? I,
0: absolutely love that. Absolutely love that. Just just the, the gradual change in some just having the ability to talk is is amazing tell, tell me about uh, we've talked about um what people perceive and the reality of um of counseling what do you think the big common misconceptions are
3: i think advice a place to go to get advice to get told how you're going to get better right um i think from a client's perspective, now there's a big drill going off now. So, uh, <laughs> it works there. But
0: the but dogs have stayed a, dog cannot... all the way through, haven't they? The, do- uh, the dogs haven't made, we haven't had a peep out of the dogs, which is. Uh,
3: excuse me now?
1: Yeah. Ah, they he, he's, yeah. he's,
3: he's gone. The counselling hour is 50 minutes. We've been talking for 50 minutes <laughs> and he just jumped up on my knee. There, you know what? There's like, there's an internal clock
0: in dogs. Something. They? Just like, there is oh,
3: something. Oh, there is something. It. You were asking me about misconceptions. And I think just to be genuine, uh, to be, to think about what do you hear from clients as they come in? And I'm sad to say one of the huge misconceptions we get is that somebody doesn't feel deserving of counselling right yeah i think that clients often feel like you have a crystal ball or some magic wand um they may feel that you're judging them that mm-hmm. might be something else that you would get and and i think if somebody is feeling a sense of shame in their lives mm-hmm. i think it's so hard for them to come
1: Yeah.
3: And to talk about it without feeling that perhaps you're going yeah. to to judge them for it.
0: Yeah. yeah. How, how would you How would you encourage somebody who felt they needed counselling to to think about it, at least consider it?
3: I would love everybody just to have a couple of sessions, even just to know that it isn't something to be um, frightened of. Um, yeah are worried about or angry at us. Um, because I think that our job is is not to judge you, not to tell you where to go, but to, to support you, to come alongside you. I'm yeah. sorry, that drill has really distracted me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the dog,
0: and the dog. So last two questions before the drill and the dog get the better of us. Um, Tell me a little bit about how you're funded as a service, because I know you deliver a lot of really good support. To, uh, I know you deliver a, re- a lot of really good support to people who potentially can't afford counselling, and you you try and deliver that at a cost that they can afford. Um, clearly, that's funded. So, talk to me a little bit about how it's funded and what people can do to support the amazing work you do.
3: So, before I even. Um say that, I realized that I haven't told you about what what, what we do, where we're at. So we're, um, we were founded in 1904. The last 30 years, we've been really kind of focusing on counseling. And we have a center in Basildon, one in Brentwood, and one in Chelmsford. Um, we're in schools across Essex as well. And we have some schools in East London alongside that we do deliver training so we train counselors in partnership with anglia-ruskin University so okay. they get an actual University certificate at the end of it and that is a, a higher level diploma in child and young people's counseling person-centered counseling and we do a ba top-up degree so we we're kind of providing this diverse range of support we also deliver supervision so we can go into schools and we work with like safeguarding leads and people like that to support them because when you're working with vulnerable people it has a impact on you so we support them in supporting others so that's the work we've been doing for the last 30 years and what made that possible really is we grew up out of a Baptist mission to begin yep. with yeah um and they raised a lot of money and invested in a very very wisely for a, the longest period of time we were able to look to that to fund the work we do but, yeah yeah but actually POTS tend to run dry as they often do so um, we are constantly seeking funding so for instance at the moment our children and young people service in Brentwood and Basildon is funded by Mid and South Essex Integrated Care Board so if a child or young person in those areas needs counselling fully funded they can come adult work impossible to get funding for unless there is an issue so for instance i might receive some funding to supply counseling to people who've been affected by domestic violence or somebody uh, who's experienced redundancy yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. a fixed period of time so it's really hard to gain funding so in terms want, of
0: general we'll support yeah it's difficult
3: exactly the people who would 100 percent benefit from the service we deliver and our children and young people service in Chelmsford isn't funded either the the, right. the funding isn't there for them so what we do is if we make money from training that money goes into the delivery of the council yeah. yeah. anywhere that we are working that we are making some money that money all goes into counseling delivery yeah. Yeah. we uh, fundraise um we seek donations we're constantly looking for grants etc cetera, etc cetera, so that it continues to support the work that we do my big aim is that we're sustainable because i think you know people hopefully should always have somewhere they can go be able to talk through those difficulties and we're currently as you are well aware in this very tricky time for the general population the cost of living crisis etc etc what i'm personally finding incredibly challenging and i know every single one of our staff are too is that we know we have to turn away people that can't even afford to pay the minimum Yeah, 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 yeah breaks my heart so a session typically costs between about 48 to 50 pounds the minimum we ask people for is 16 pound a session They are then coming to see somebody who is a member of a regulating body working in an appropriate way with them. And it's the equivalent of going to see somebody in Harley Street, exactly the same qualifications.
0: The challenge you've got, as you you say, Nick, is if they're also facing the additional challenge of heating or eating, you know, sixteen quid is going to be a hundred
3: percent. hundred percent, it is a lot of money. So it tough. is a lot of money, but we're and we're walking that tightrope, aren't we? Where if we don't ask for anything, we have a lifespan, and it isn't yeah. very long.
2: Yeah. yeah so
3: yeah. we need to be able to do what you can afford from sixteen pounds. Yeah,
1: yeah. So,
3: so that is a struggle for us. So you know, we have some great people, and I'm going to say it to your listeners: if you're thinking of reaching a personal challenge of your own, jumping out of a plane or climbing a mountain or even just running a 5K and you want to fundraise for us 100%, please do oh, do that. Perfect. We would love to have some corporate partners who maybe would say, let me set up a bursary. Yep. And we'd name it after the cor- corporate partner, and that bursary would be there for, for individuals because yep. it is hugely transformative. 100 yep. percent It makes all the difference. So,
0: really, so I, I promised you that we only had two questions left, and I'm conscious of time, but I have got two just two bits that I wanna I wanna I wanna sort of just curious about. You mentioned about counselors. Because this is quite emotionally tough work, I'd imagine.
3: Yeah, Absolutely. it is.
0: Um, how do how do counsellors, how do you make sure the counsellors are uh, putting their own oxygen mask on first, for want of a better I
3: know, I know what you mean.
0: To, 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 to make sure they're okay to continue to, to deliver the service?
3: I think that that's really an, a really important question. And that's part of your training as a counsellor is learning how to put your 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 oxygen mask on our job really is to sit with somebody and support them in their feelings yeah and i think what happens sometimes when you talk to somebody if they're incredibly sad you feel that sadness too or you you, but as a therapist you're you're trained i guess to know this is not my sadness this is this individual sadness and this is how i can support and help them through their sadness But they also get like clinical supervision um, and they have access to a supervisor if something was particularly challenging or upsetting we do continual professional development so we're constantly learning and growing and and you know if i if i say nothing you know what i want to say now is that when we have struggles in our head they tend to go around on a loop and they can tend to really cause us a lot of distress the power of saying it out loud and being listened to is it's like magic
0: or potentially writing it down. down well, I, I find writing it down quite yeah. a experience. So that's it's number magic. one. Yeah. yeah. Number one. Number two um, is I'm I'm going back to the boat and the anchor, Nicky, I want to talk about that again. Go so, off. so the anchor. Right. Let's talk yeah. about the anchor. Um, how how do we build resilience? More resilience in our lives, and how do we make that anchor? a little bit stronger for all of us
3: think about being don't think about doing think about being in those still moments connecting in with yourself feeling the anchor if you are a visual thinker visualize it yeah Yeah. yes i think that we get so busy in life and when there are a lot of pressures on you doing 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 so you're not maybe doing the maintenance of the anchor
0: yeah, I suppose yeah.
3: that's a way to do it. And you're not recognising... Yeah, just reflect,
0: take the time for yeah. you, make, make sure that you love, love that.
3: For me, I would say what I notice with me is gardening, walking, doing something like that, that is very... Being yeah. active yeah. actually helps me be, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So it's Nature. finding... Like yeah, that,
0: that yeah, gardening thing it. is yeah that that's really important so that's it's amazing. finding that
3: out finding out what is yours yeah
0: what's your thing that gives that's you that it. that sort of um that time and space to be yourself love this interview really really enjoyed it thank well, you so so much for spending time with us where can people find out more about renewing the amazing work you did we'll
3: go on our website renew.org.uk. Um, we are very approachable. I think that there is, you know, you spoke earlier about some of the myths around counseling. And I think some of the myths left people feeling it's quite scary. People are inapproachable, you know, all of that stuff. I just say, you know, visit the website. If you have a burning question, ring us, ask us, ring me, ask me. I'm happy to answer it. Yeah, really am.
0: That, That's brilliant. Thank and you. And can so I much.
3: thank you, Chris? Because it's been fascinating. And I would love to interview you at some point after this. Well, I, I don't know how
0: much value I can add, to be <laughs> honest.
1: Okay.
0: I, I'm 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 just um I'm just probably best being curious and empathetic. <laughs> and I'll just tell you what i do. But thank you, I appreciate it. So that was part of the interview. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. And we are now moving on to the feature that has um, really right. replaced question of the podcast that Charlotte and Rush really enjoy. And I'm growing to like, it's joke of the week. Who's doing the joke this week? Charlotte. Go on, Charlotte. Take your time. It's only a podcast, audio format. Silence is lovely. Go on.
1: What's stranger than seeing a catfish? He's fish. watching a fish bowl
2: <laughs>
0: simply laugh and on that know, note
1: and on that and on
0: that note have a lovely remainder of the day whatever you're doing <laughs> with your time and we'll see you on the podcast soon.